Let us pray. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Matthew 14.29 Multiply whatever touches my hand, Lord. As I give to serve the lives of others, like the little boy in Matthew 14 and John 6, 1 through 10, I thank you, Jesus, because you can take little in my hand and make it grand. As I continually step out in faith, meet me at the place of my obedience, then take whatever gifting and ability I have and reproduce it and replicate it in such a way that thousands and millions of your children can be blessed. But don't stop with that miracle. As I continue to listen to your word, allow me to walk on and over situations in my life that should cause me to sink. I declare that my focus will remain steadfast on you, Jesus. I declare that I will not lose sight of who it is that has called me out into the deep waters of purpose. I decree that I am a water walker, filled with the anointing to multiply everything that touches my life. And I am not afraid to speak this truth over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for The Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Walking on Water In our last story, we learned about the brutal beheading of John the Baptist. The man who spent his entire life paving a way for the Son of God was executed. However, his death would not be the end for him. He would be embraced by God the Father into the gates of heaven. Now we learn about the providing power of Jesus through the feeding of 5,000 people. Then we learn about Jesus' power over nature itself. As one of the disciples attempts to join Jesus in faith, he finds himself failing. As inspired by the Gospels, do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, 
or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hello and welcome to today's podcast, The Bible in a Year. This is Jack Graham. In our previous episode, we heard how King Herod's wife, Herodias, conspired to have John the Baptist beheaded simply for her enjoyment and to silence the man who had preached repentance and announced the coming of Jesus the Messiah. As his ministry came to an end, the earthly ministry of Jesus continued to grow with more and more people following not only to hear him teach, but also to experience hope and healing. Today, we'll learn how Jesus miraculously feeds a crowd of people using what little is available to provide abundantly more than anyone could have imagined. Then, we'll hear how Jesus amazed and astounded his disciples by displaying miraculous control over the very laws of the natural world. Let's listen now to the reading of God's Word. Jesus trekked across the shores of the Sea of Galilee. For miles he traveled beside the shores, listening to the bustling crowd behind him. His popularity had grown, and now it was nearly impossible for him to take a stroll without thousands of people at his back. Jesus peered at a small hill beside the shore and began to walk up it. As he reached the top, he turned around to see 5,000 faces peering up at him. Their eyes beamed with joyful expectation. His disciples sat down beside him and watched the crowd get comfortable. Jesus taught them about the kingdom of heaven. He spoke about the will of God as one who had complete authority. The crowd was captivated by his words. However, the sun was high in the sky, and they had walked many miles. Jesus had sensed that the crowd was growing hungry for more than just the word of God. Jesus turned to Philip and asked, Is there anywhere nearby to buy bread for these people? Jesus asked this question with a purpose. He knew the answer, but wanted Philip to behold what was about to take place. Two hundred denarii would not even be able to feed these people, Jesus, Philip responded. Even if we had enough money, no baker would have this much bread all at once. Andrew chimed in and said, I know there is a boy who brought his own food, but he only has five loaves and two fish. It really isn't enough to feed anybody. Jesus stood to his feet and put his arms around his disciples. He laughed and said, Well, we will see if it is enough. Go and have all the people sit down. So all the people sat down on the grassy hill beside the shore. The boy with the five loaves and two fishes brought his food to Jesus. He gave them up, not sure if it would even feed two grown men, let alone 5,000 people. Nevertheless, the boy wanted to be a part of what Jesus was doing, so he sacrificed what little he had. As it turns out, it would be enough. Jesus split the loaves and fishes into 12 baskets and rose them in the air. He blessed them and thanked the Lord for his abundant provision. Then he gave the baskets to his disciples and had them walk around the crowd dispersing the food. To their amazement, the baskets were filled to the brim with loaves and fishes. They did not see the baskets filled. They did not see anybody put more food in. It was a simple yet powerful miracle. So the entire crowd was full with a wonderful meal, and there was still plenty left over for the disciples to eat. After the crowd had eaten, mumbles of Jesus' power became a mighty roar. People erupted in praise at his humble might. 
So they called for him to be made king over Israel. If they could make him king, perhaps all hunger would be eradicated. Perhaps all suffering and sickness would be gone. They wanted Jesus to rule over them, and they were willing to take him by force to make it happen. The crowd stirred, and some of the men shouted for them to take Jesus to force him on the throne. Jesus, perceiving the threat before it became violent, took his disciples and loaded them into a boat. He sent them away to go to the other side of the sea and assured them he would meet them there. The disciples launched off and raised their sail. As they were sailing away, they could see Jesus on the shore, walking up a small mountain to be alone with God. The sun was setting, and Jesus sat alone with God. He spoke tenderly to his Father, and was refreshed in his presence. Miles away, the wind was picking up in the middle of the sea. Waves began to crash against the side of the disciples' boat. The setting sun shed light on the chopping waves as the disciples desperately held on to the sides. As the disciples were being tossed by the wind, one of them could see a figure in the distance. It stood above the waves as if it was shifting ground. What is that? they shouted. All of them shifted to the side of the boat. Is it a ghost? they asked. The figure walked closer to them, and their hearts beat fast with fear. As dusk broke into night, the figure was close enough to see. It was Jesus, walking above the breakers and the waves. Take heart, Jesus shouted. It is I, do not be afraid. The men could barely believe their own eyes. They had seen Jesus calm the storms before, but now he walked upon it like steady earth. Peter's eyes began to well up with tears, and his heart fluttered in his chest. Lord, he said, if it is truly you, command me to come out to you and walk on the water. Jesus extended his hand and smiled. Come then, he said. So Peter approached the side of the boat. It was still rocking from the waves below. He stuck out one leg towards the water and felt it steady underneath him. So he brought his other leg overboard and saw that the waters did not consume him. The disciples gasped, and tears fell down Peter's eyes as he looked at Jesus. Like an infant taking his first steps, Peter walked towards Jesus on the choppy waters. He could see his Lord smiling as he took each step. Peter's heart could not be more filled with joy. He looked at Jesus as a son to his father. However, when the wind brushed up against his hair, it forced him to look around. He could see the crashing waves and strong winds around him. He looked down at the dark, consuming water below him. As Peter took his eyes off Jesus, he felt himself beginning to sink. Peter felt the support of his feet give way as he dropped into the black abyss. He gasped for air, but was then buried underneath a wave. Peter was terrified. He went from complete awe to utter panic. As the waves crashed over his head, Peter cried out to Jesus, in his hysteria, he was able to speak one of the most powerful prayers ever spoken. A prayer that would echo in eternity. A prayer so simple, yet so filled with meaning that if anyone spoke it, they would be forever embraced by the loving arms of the Father. As Peter was surrounded by waves and gasping for air, he looked up and shouted, Jesus, save me! Peter was hit by another wave and felt himself sinking deeper into the dark belly of the sea. His mind began to fog and his strength failed. Then, two arms reached down and grabbed Peter from the depths. He emerged out of the water in the arms of Jesus. 
The Lord walked Peter back into the boat, and the waves subsided. Peter lay on his back, catching his breath. All the disciples looked at Jesus. The winds calmed and the sea was as still as glass. The stars shone brightly above them, illuminating Jesus' face. They looked up to him and said, Truly, you are the Son of God. In today's scripture, Jesus and his disciples are on a hillside, but they are not alone. A multitude of people have followed them across the countryside to this remote spot where Jesus had retreated after he'd heard of the death of John the Baptist. For hours, Jesus taught them, pouring out wisdom, God's word, truth straight from the heart of God. Just imagine how captivating it must have been to listen to Jesus speak, each word so full of meaning and depth. He spoke like no one before him, and the Bible says the common people heard him gladly. The people hung onto his every word, even if they couldn't fully understand all that it meant at times. As the day drew on, the time came when people would have been retiring to their homes for a supper, a bite to eat, but they were all far away from home, and it seems that there had been no mention of a potluck dinner, so nobody brought food. Well, almost nobody. The disciples went to Jesus to ask him to send the crowd away so they could eat, but Jesus assured them they didn't need to be sent away hungry. He then asked Philip a question that was meant to test the disciples. He asked, where can we find bread to give to all these people? How can we feed this crowd? Ever the pragmatic, Philip said, there's not enough food here to feed the whole multitude, even if they all just had a single bite. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough resources to feed this crowd. Once again, we see people operating with a mindset of scarcity. But Jesus was about to show them that the operative word for God is abundance, that God can do exceedingly abundantly more than we ask or think. Andrew, Peter's brother, then brought a glimmer of hope and faith. There was a boy, just a small boy, with five loaves of barley and two fish. But how would that feed more than 5,000 people? Then in Matthew 14, 18, we read Jesus replied. He said, bring them here to me. Isn't that what God says to each of us? Take your little, take your not enough, and give it to Jesus. Then watch what God can do as he performs miracles in our lives. Jesus took what the boy brought, and he had the people sit down. He gave thanks. He blessed it a reminder that we are always to thank God, even for the little that we may have, as well as a lot. And then he began to break the bread and handed it to the disciples to give the food to the crowd. Not a person went hungry that day. In fact, they were all filled. In fact, there were 12 baskets full of food left over, one for each of the disciples. When the crowd saw what Jesus had done, they were amazed, of course. They had just seen the supernatural but they failed to get the real message of the miracle, and Jesus knew this. They wanted to take him by force and make him king, a political messiah. But this wasn't God's plan, and it wasn't the kind of kingdom that he was bringing. They wanted an earthly kingdom. They wanted a military messiah. They wanted comfort, 
But Jesus was bringing a promise of the future, a heavenly kingdom, and a spiritual freedom that comes when we know the grace and the glory of God. So Jesus moved quickly and dismissed the crowds, sending them home and ushering his disciples into the boats while he retreated to pray and seek strength and comfort from his Father in heaven. So Jesus sent his disciples into the boats and to the other side. But as evening fell, the waves on the water grew and tossed the boat around. The sea was churning, and Jesus was not with them. There was no one to speak to the wind and the waves, just them. And even though they were professional fishermen, some of them, they could not handle this storm. And the disciples knew they were going under. As the disciples looked across the waters to the shore in fear, they saw a figure coming their way, defying the laws of nature. This one glided across the water. They were terrified, thinking it was a ghost. But then Jesus identified himself as the great I Am and the one who could calm the storms without and calm the storms within. He said, do not be afraid. Peter, ever the bold one, replied that if it was Jesus, to call out to him so he could also walk on the water. Jesus told him to come, and as Peter stepped out of the boat, a step few of us would have dared to take, when he took that risk, he, of course, was amazing himself. His feet did not sink, but traveled as if it were on firm ground. God had parted the waters for Moses and Joshua and the Israelites, but now Jesus was demonstrating that dry land wasn't even needed. At his command, the raging seas could become a well-worn path, steady and sure, because Jesus is the master of the waves and sea. All is well as Peter's gaze stayed on Christ. But then he shifted his eyes, saw the dangers he perceived, and began to believe they were more powerful, and he began to sink. Notice that Jesus didn't tell him to turn back and run to the boat. When Peter cried for help, Jesus came to the rescue. He held him and helped him and reassured him and then, no doubt, carried him back to the boat in a place of safety. When we trust God and step out in faith and take bold risk at His commands, we also will see miracles in our lives. And if we fail, know that Jesus is there to save us and carry us home. He is our loving Savior, the Christ of every crisis. Give your life to Him. Just as the boy gave the fish and the bread to Jesus, give what you have to Him. And just as Jesus walked on the water reminding us that everything over our heads is under his feet, put your life in his hands because he will never leave you or forsake you. Dear God, we know that you are more than able to do abundantly more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Thank you that you provide for our need and that you call us then to step out in faith, to trust you, and to believe in you. May we never take our eyes off of you. We think of the old gospel song, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full into his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Thank you, Lord, for being the Christ of every crisis in our lives and in the lives of our family, our friends, and people all around us who need you and who will call upon you. Thank you for being our help and our salvation the one who can deliver us and save us from every circumstance's life. Thank you for being our helper, our savior, our deliverer. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. 
You can download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life, just like over 20 million people have done to this date. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you know and love, because by sharing this message of the Word of God, you can make an eternal difference in someone's life. And I want to encourage you to go to jackgraham.org. That's me at jackgraham.org. We have resources available to you. And we're also taking a trip, two trips next year, one to Israel leaving April the 1st, and then an Alaskan adventure and Bible study cruise in July of 2024. You can go to our website, jackgraham.org, or Prestonwood, that's P-R-E-S-T-O-N-W-O-O-D.org, prestonwood.org, for information about the trip to Israel and the cruise to Alaska. God bless you, and we look forward to joining you again the next time. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.